Our scripture this morning comes from the 8th chapter of John, verse 12. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. It's God's word for us this morning. few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to visit Kenny Turner, a member of our congregation, and several, I know several of his family are here this morning. Welcome, it's good to see you. I had the opportunity to visit Kenny, who at the time was a patient in Methodist Hospital in Indianapolis. Kenny was recovering from successful surgery to implant an artificial heart. It was during that visit that I went on a walk to remember that became the inspiration for today's sermon. I happened to get to the hospital just as Kenny was having his physical therapy. His therapist was preparing him for a walk around the halls of the hospital. Just as Kenny was standing up and about to begin his walk, He said, I was welcome to come along if I didn't mind walking slowly. So the walk began. Kenny, a nurse in front of him, walking backward, rolling his artificial heart machine along. The therapist who had a firm grip on a harness designed to keep Kenny balanced And the therapist was uh, not a very big person. And she had a tight grip on the the harness. But uh, I tell you, it crossed my mind. I said, I I hope that she's strong enough to keep keep Kenny steady. And uh, she was more than, than up to the task. But that she had a grip on that harness. And me, tagging along. Sometimes beside Kenny, sometimes slightly behind him. The four of us traveled 400 or 800 feet of miracle, with Kenny flashing his sense of humor along the way. At one point, he said, I'm not quite ready for the Olympics as we were walking. His therapist asked, uh, after we were about middle way through, How do you feel? And Kenny joked, you mean other than the fact that I can't breathe? Kenny may not have been ready for the Olympics just yet, but he set a record that day. 800 feet was the greatest distance he had walked up to that point in his recovery. A nurse, a physical therapist, a man of great courage and faith, and a preacher tagging along on a walk God took with us, a walk to remember. I'm grateful to say that Kenny is back here in Lafayette now. He's at home. And we'll be home for the holidays, and then he'll return to Indianapolis to await uh, a heart donor and a, a heart transplant. Notable walks, 
notable walks in the Bible. Once I got interested in, in the idea of walking, God walking with us, I started to look in Scripture. You know, there's hundreds, hundreds of references to walking in the Bible, of God walking with us. Some notable walks, Genesis, the third chapter, verse 8. Scripture tells us that God walked through the garden looking for Adam and Eve. Looking to counsel them, looking them, looking to speak a word of grace after they had fallen. If you remember the story, Adam and Eve were promised death if they ate from the tree of knowledge tree of life. God in his graciousness provided them another way, another way to walk. Isaiah 9, the second verse, the verse that we use, one of the verses that we use at Christmas to describe what it means for Jesus to have come into this world. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. And those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. Jesus spoke to them, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. Acts, the ninth chapter, verse 3. The beginning of the story of Paul's walk down the Damascus Road. A walk that he thought would lead him to people who were in rebellion, who were radicals, he was on his way to destroy them, to oppress them, to get them to cease and desist. And along the way, light came to Paul. And it changed the direction of his walk. He completed the journey. He went to Damascus, but he went there on that walk to receive sight. Blinded by this light. You know, sometimes we have to be blinded before we can see. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was blind, but through God's grace, I see. Promises in the Bible about walks. The 23rd Psalm. Yea, even though I walk through the valley of death, you will walk with me. Your rod and staff will comfort me. 40th chapter of Isaiah, verse 31. Blessed are they who wait upon the Lord. They'll mount up with wings like eagles. They'll run, not grow weary. They'll walk, not grow faint. 2 Corinthians, the 5th chapter, verse 7. We walk by faith not by sight. And the great promise that we have this morning from John 8, that Jesus walks with us. Let me ask you to think about some walks that you've taken, that you're thankful for. I walked during graduation. It was high school. Maybe college. Maybe it was a walk that you took. Maybe it was a walk that you saw your 
child take across the stage to receive her diploma? Grandchild? A walk to remember. Marriage. Walking down the aisle of a church. For some of you, it may have been walking down the aisle of, of this church and taking that walk to remember. Walking out of a hospital that maybe you didn't think you were going to be able to walk out of or from. Knowing that you have experienced healing. The gift of healing that had come to you from God through the good care of doctors and nurses and, and other care workers that had helped to restore you to health so that you could walk from that place to your home. A walk to remember. Your child's first steps or your grandchild's or some special child. And as a parent, remembering that you, know, you wanted your child to take that, that first step and you had that, that didn't even have your hand out. You had your, maybe your index finger. And your child was holding on to that. And you were debating, should I let go and, and will I be quick enough to catch him or her if, she, if, if they fall? If she falls, the letting go. And seeing that first step. Giving thanks for that. Walking with a friend. Somebody that you needed to, to talk to. You needed somebody to talk to. And a friend took a walk with you. And maybe you found on the walk that you didn't have to say a word. That you knew each other well enough that nobody had to say anything. That you just needed somebody to walk with you. And God provided that person in that moment to take that walk. Walking down the beach, walking through the mountains, walking into the baptistry to be, to be baptized, or walking forward in the church to have your child dedicated. Walks to remember. About 40 years ago, it was a walk to remember that, that happened for me on Thanksgiving Day. We had all my family, the Eberhard side of the family. Our, our connection to, to uh, our Celtic roots is through my grandmother. She was from Scotland. And my dad was very devoted to his mom. And he identified very strongly with that part of his heritage. That to this day is, is, is what he, uh, he would claim as his heritage, that strong connection that he had to his mom, who was Scottish. On that day, my dad called all, all of us together uh, so that we could look out this large, large plate glass window that we had that overlooked our backyard. And we didn't have any idea what, what he was up to. But we did as he, he asked us to do. And we all gathered around. And as we all got, got together, uh, 
we saw a, a, a guy coming across down the backyard, dressed uh, like dressed in a Scottish kilt with bagpipes. As he got closer, we we recognized him, or, or at least uh, my brother and I did. That was George Mandis. He was one of our neighbors. Who knew he could play the bagpipes? We had no idea. But down that that hill in our backyard, he came toward the house playing Amazing Grace. My grandmother was too old to stand up at that time. She was sitting down. And for the first time in my life, and the only time in my life and the last time in my life, I saw tears come to my grandmother's eyes as she heard the piper play that song. Walks to remember. You've got stories like that. I hope you do. Give thanks for that. Thank God that you don't have to walk alone. Thank God for the grace, blessing, and mercy that you know through Jesus Christ. Again, Jesus spoke to them. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me never walks in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for your presence, for your grace, for your mercy. We thank you for walks to remember. God, we thank you that you always walk with us. For it's in Christ's name, amen.